0: We uh we have a knack for wanting to do big discussions of our stuff before we go live. I I didn't know it was a big discussion. I thought it was just a quick question. Chase, there's never a quick thing with you. You. Never a quick chase. You do nothing quick. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. You do nothing with me fast. How about that? Mm.
1: What what you Mm. do? Low and sensual is the way. Yeah. Um,
2: I'm sorry, I'm just very uh he just
1: thorough
0: to... <laughs> he, he's a good man and thorough. Oh yeah, uh, exactly. Jesus, Jesus
1: um, Christ. Get us back on the rails.
0: Uh this well too late for that. We're on episode three sixty three of the casual hour. This is February twenty first, and we've got games to talk about. We've got big Of the video variety. Yeah. And the card.
2: Well, I always have card games to talk about, but well, yeah. I'm not allowed to talk about them on
0: the show. You just pick things that, you know, we got to we got to we got to keep you on rails with destiny and magic. will do you no favors. You're I'm living clean, short, short rope, short rope on that one. Um, but there was a big day for Chase today. Of course, Nintendo came out and it was a big day for a lot of people. Not cheap. just me. How many? Uh, there, are, are there are There <laughs> are millions of us. <laughs> there's dozens of them uh but yeah we're gonna talk about that nintendo direct uh there's also a trailer for other sickos out there apparently so uh if you're chase or johnny it was a very good day to enjoy video games if you were me
1: every day is a good day to enjoy video games in my opinion
0: Uh, bobby i have a feeling you played some pretty
2: good games today so you know also a good day for you
0: i played games today did you i played a game today
2: Okay, is it the best game of 2024? Yes. <laughs> all right. Then I
0: think we all had a pretty great day in video games. Helldivers was great. Um oh, I really God enjoyed. It. it. You got me again. Uh no, I we'll talk about that for sure, but I it's we're, 2024 has had some fucking great great things already. Uh yeah. and it's not it's even February. March yet. Yeah. I mean, seriously and, like uh, I it's been a, a, a big
1: certain, a certain spiky-haired uh protagonist is going to be gracing us ninja next week yeah
0: oh yep. <laughs> ninja we're back on his bullshit uh yeah we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about uh why don't we get into it though because we got a big episode tonight johnny sure what yeah. have you been playing
1: uh as you alluded to a lot of hell divers too still um, Yep. but have we talked about deep rock galactic survivor yet no did we talk okay
2: not not on the podcast no yeah, we've okay. talked
0: a lot right. about it off pod
1: um. So Deep, Ga- Deep Rock Galactic Survivor, say that three times fast. Um, no, thank you. Is the latest game from the Deep Rock Galactic devs. Uh, What's their name, Bobby? Do you
0: know? Ghost or? Ship, I think. I'll pull it up Ghost here.
1: Ship Games, yes.
0: Uh, uh, Ghost Ship is, is the-, the
1: publisher. Fun Day Games is the developer of this one. Yes. Yes. Um, And it is a, I guess, bullet heaven is the new term that they're using for these that are like vampire survivors.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I've only just heard this this week. Is that true? I don't think think
2: I've heard that. I I know bullet heaven is a genre, but I... Maybe. Yeah, I guess so, because it's like you are the one making all the bullets. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, you play as a dwarf, which makes sense because it's deep rock. Uh, you have all the different classes that you have in the main game, and you're mining and you're collecting uh, more kite and gold and all of the stuff that you would collect on a run in Deep Rock.
2: Yeah, sounds uh, a lot like Deep Rock.
1: It does. Uh, but everything like in Vampire Survivors is happening around you automatically. You're just moving your dwarf around on the screen and leveling up and getting new weapons, uh, buffing existing skills, and uh, also collecting materials that you can then invest into a skill tree to walk faster or have a higher chance of proccing a critical hit. All the things that you can do in Vampire Survivors. Um,
0: yeah, And
1: it's an early access, but it feels like pretty. I don't know. I don't know if feature completes the right word because I haven't had a, like a full run yet uh, or even unlocked all the classes. Yeah. Um, but I think it's pretty good.
0: Well, yeah, know, this, really. as you mentioned, this just came out on February fourteenth. I'll set you back ten dollars. Yeah. I don't know if it's on anything besides PC, given the early access piece of it. But it is very competent and very full featured, as far as I'm concerned. The thing we that blo- some of
2: this on like a Next Fest on a casual Monday, didn't we, Bobby?
0: Yeah, like two two Next Fest back. I think uh, we were able to check there's, it out. There's a
2: Next Fest every week. It feels like so. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh this one's pretty neat though because as Johnny called out, yeah there's a lot of the the same terms and things that you would see in you know traditional deep rock but this is such a really good representation of that. So as Johnny called out, you're doing this typical thing where you're collecting items that level you up, but there's also level the leveling is done exactly how it is in deep rock. So yeah. your character as you're leveling, you are unlocking more guns, you are unlocking new materials so as you're going up there's a progress bar for both you and also like some of the missions on deep rock for the next step so like there's usually three ticks on the progression bar for the enemies so you know when you're going to have a swarm because that's a big part of deep rock when you're down there mining so swarm will bring out a bunch and then it'll also let you know hey there's a beacon that just fell and you need to find it which that's how resources come to you in deep rock so if you find it and you clear it out you then make the landing work, and that's where you're getting your artifacts that kind of stick with you and go. And that's really awesome. So you're you're leveling up your weapon, and it uses the common, uncommon, epic, and legendary. Mm-hmm. There is a buying round as well, which is great. But I yeah. think that uh, the other thing that's huge about Deep Rock is the synergy between class types. And they've done a really good job of realizing what those classes would feel like in a game game genre like this so the engineer you're putting down turrets when you play and you're also helping with platforms well you don't have persistent bullets but you have turrets that you put down and there's a cooldown for each one that you can speed up and the damage and it changes the whole mechanic because you're not you're not consistently firing the whole time so you have to build in when you're mining some paths to kind of kite the enemies through with your turrets and it's really cool okay. when you do it. Um, so they bring in those those qualities. Yeah, it, of, of, it
1: adds a bit of depth.
0: Yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, for like, such a simple it concept. It feels very much like a game, another game we're going to talk about. I already knew the rules of this one part of the game. So that made me feel a lot more comfortable about some mm-hmm. of the other mechanics now. Yeah, and, like when you call in a supply drop,
1: you know, yeah. it's it's not waiting until you have enough um, the red the red stuff. Uh, more kite more kite uh it's clearing an area of you know rock and crystal or whatever yep. so and that stone. it has a big enough landing platform but then you can also time that if you're pulling a huge group of enemies around when it comes down it'll just ev- like evaporate <laughs> <every one laughs> sorry
2: are we yet. still talking about Helldivers
0: divers too it's i mean look yes. very similar <laughs> the um i i've unlocked all but one class and i've unlocked the second uh, location of the map that you can go to um it gets pretty wild so you know the missions johnny where you have to go and find like the big boss and have to break the egg and fight it that's the yeah. final floor and you have oh, really? you have to okay. break an egg and then there's a. I mean it's probably three three times bigger than anything i've seen so far in the game okay it's, really it's so fun.
1: interesting how they've they've just Crammed in what you'd be doing I on a random deep rock mission into this completely. I, this is this is of
0: one game. of the best one of those I've played easily.
2: It's yeah, it it's got it's got layers to it. Mm-hmm. So Bobby, you mentioned like that engineer class is the one putting up all the turrets. So if you're if you're not playing that class, or maybe even if you are playing that class, like d- does it have? Are you still like auto firing things, or are you the one actually clicking so, on?
0: making no, an attack you just put the turret down and it goes so you don't click for that anything. class but like for any other class is it yeah, the same way automatic firing so you're not actually shooting like you would be so okay
2: um because like i know that was your issue with when when uh vampire survivors first came out you thought like it was a little too passive in yeah. what you as a character or as a player were doing and that's why you gravitated more towards like uh, what was it two, two minutes to midnight 20 or yeah whatever it was mm-hmm. um, <laughs> two minutes to midnight's a different thing um <laughs> but uh you you liked that it was a little bit more active so this one yeah. is is definitely more in that active space that, that you like from these kinds of games
0: it is it's something where because you are mining and you're getting your resources so mining when you find a resource slows you down but the game is so fun because you have to mine through things because there's a yeah. ton of enemies all the time and it's, you're building, you're building your own path. <laughs> it gets real up. hairy. It gets very hairy. Yeah, um, so I like, I like that quite a bit. You're,
1: you're finding, okay, this, this part of the wall is broken up a little bit. So I know I'll mine through it faster and it'll narrow the gap, but then also the monsters are chipping away bits of the wall behind you. Um, yeah, it's it's really really
0: cool they they uh bring in the same weapons from the other game like one of the things i used in the other one instead of a grenade was a boomerang and the boomerang does like i think garlic is what kind of like rotated around you in vampire survivor mm-hmm. it this, kind of
2: radiated i mean there were the there were the bibles that that oh, yeah, swung yeah, around yeah. you but there was garlic that was just kind of like radiating it
0: was like, this yeah, like one a shield this was more like the bibles and it has electrical stuff but it's really fucking well done, I think. Uh, Chase, I know that you and I need to quick look at um, so I can show it off to you, but it's a ton of fun. Yeah. Sweet. John, anything else you've been playing?
1: Uh, the same thing that you two have been playing. So oh, this I game thought. you discovered on your own? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But I was thinking maybe you guys talk about the different games and then we just have like a group yeah. talk. Yep, that about, sounds good. Uh,
0: yeah. Elastro. Uh, well, then I'll hop in. I've been playing mostly Helldivers, but I have been spending a lot of time with a game called Banishers Ghost of New Eden. Have either one of you heard of this?
2: Yes. The name, really? yeah, but I don't know anything about it.
0: It's so this is... Don't nod, Jordan, Yeah, this right? is the newest don't, don't nod game. Uh, that was the
2: newest don't nod game like only a whole handful know. of months ago. I know. I know.
0: This one feels very different as well compared to some of the other games that they've put out. This is set in the 1600s, and uh, this is a love story between two banishers, and you are navigating a lot of human elements as well as a lot of supernatural elements. It is an action RPG with some pretty brutal combat, uh, shoulder map, so you have like a light and heavy attack uh, off those two buttons. You've got ranged attacks and you're upgrading a lot of gear for your character as well as your spiritual companion.
2: You, you said it's a love story between two banishers. What's a, what's a banisher yeah,
0: what is Ban- a banish- banishers come in. Um, what are you banishing? You can, well, you can banish a lot of things and that's, what's really cool about this game mechanically. So banishing typically deals with spirits and hauntings. And so people are being haunted for various reasons. And sometimes it's because of their own guilt and their, making these afterlife members more prisoners and so there could be banishment that you actually banish somebody's soul who's alive and that has its own benefits and repercussions but then you're also banishing ghosts from areas where they're haunting people for things that they did so that's what's like this game i'm just gonna like come right out with it i think it's some of the best writing probably since like the witcher 3 um don't nod I, I haven't played a lot of their games but i i know that there's a pedigree that comes with their narrative storytelling yeah
2: yeah i mean their writing's been mostly solid i mean there's definitely some things in their early titles that are a little little cringy but they're also cringy because they're writing for high school age girls yeah. um and and then you had something like um what the hell was the name of it <laughs> the it? the Toussaint, yeah, yeah, Jussant, mm-hmm. which was relatively wordless. Well, I mean, it, there was all those like di- uh, yeah. the, the the entries that you found diary entries to stuff, and that writing was pretty good. Um, But yeah, I, I would say their writing's probably been a little hit or miss, but they they certainly do a lot of it. So there's yeah. there is
0: that. This um, so it's not it's not like spoiling anything because it's in the trailers and in the box art, but your partner the other banisher dies. And this is what makes it really complex and interesting because you have a code that you go by as a banisher. Like you're not supposed to let a spirit haunt and that's what's happening here. But there's also in this world, you can basically resurrect someone by absorbing the life of living people. And so anytime you come into a situation, it's a whole mystery case. And you've got like three or four people that show up with information that you have to fill in. And it's a lot of like Bioware level conversation where you're going through and asking questions and piecing together stories. And when you start to get this information at the end of it all, you have to make a decision. Do you banish? Do you help somebody ascend like peacefully or do you banish the person and curse the person and absorb the life force into your dead partner? And that's the dilemma because you have a choice and it's branching dialogue choices matter game. If you choose to resurrect your partner, you're gonna start killing people and you're gonna go down a pretty dark path. This is the same people that made, you know, Vampire. They worked on Vampire. Um, And that was a very narrative heavy about being a a vampire basically in the terms that come with that. So the other thing is, is if you decide early on in the game, I'm gonna help my partner peacefully ascend. Well, then you start to explore things more differently and you might not make the right choice. That's what's really impressive here about this game you you could have maybe had an emotional bias to a situation like maybe there was an abuser okay that was definitely not being kind in a relationship I, mean, but then, I mean, right
2: right choice is very relative it sounds like in this like what's what's right for you might be different than what's right for the person you're talking to
0: yeah like you had there's a couple where there was domestic violence and abuse happening so she stepped out and found a new a new husband a new partner And they plotted this whole thing to basically kill and then assume the identity of the dead husband. And so on one hand, he was an abuser doing some pretty heinous acts, but they, they killed him and assumed like, so now you have to figure out who's banished, who's ascending, what do you do here? And it's just like meticulous and making you kind of go through and learn and, and tell these stories. But then outside of it, it's got some pretty brutal combat that, dances really closely to souls like i mean huge bosses I've that you'll seen fight.
1: multiple people say this was a soul's light
0: yeah yeah so i think you get some incredible storytelling with some demanding combat and some cool abilities like there's a lot of things that you can do with having an you know spirit being beside you when it comes to combat it's very well done so far it looks great it plays really well i think it's flown under the radar and i think it i think this is maybe like one of the best games people don't know about right now and i think it's only going to get further buried with things like final fantasy coming around the corner but it's, there's, there's just so much like yeah. i
2: i feel uh, on one hand i we had a we had a break there for uh, a handful of weeks and i felt bad that we didn't get to do our february preview because there are a lot of cool games come out in february yeah. but now only a couple weeks into february um i look back and i go. Oh, we didn't know about like half of the games uh, that yeah. we're, we're so excited yeah. about right now that are yeah. coming out in February. Like that would have been completely out of date. But th- at the time, if we had actually done it. So there's there are just so many games and so many good games coming out right now. But uh, but you're right. Like it is, uh, if, if this is a great game that people need to know about and, and should play, then then they should find ways of, of getting around to
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think it's, don't nod, blew me away with Jusant. Like I just fell in love with that and... I knew about this game, and my interest was highly peaked based off of like the narrative story I felt from Jusant, and I knew that this was going to be even more kind of like choices matter, old school Bioware Witcher, which is some of my favorite types of games, and it's it's really doing that. It's just a game that I have to really be in a good headspace for because it's it's very tension. Like I need to be. I I like to listen to the stories, Mm -hmm. Johnny. You'll appreciate this. I don't think you got that far into it, Chase, but. When you first come across this town that's been cursed they think you're talking with like one of the higher-ups in the town the bloody baron vibes are so thick in this. oh in the
2: in the witcher is what you
0: mean yeah, yeah. and like that level of like storytelling and just voice acting it's mm-hmm. this is something that i think that you would I mean, absolutely like I am installing it now. <laughs> <laughs> cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, if people if people only think about Life is Strange when they hear "Don't Nod," yeah. um, they've they've really done a lot of stuff. They they've been branching out and have been making some cool games. So it, it does not surprise me that they made another cool game.
0: This is a fifty dollars game, by the way. I think it's on uh, PlayStation. I know it's on PC. It might be on Xbox. But uh, if you have a pocket of time sometime this year. This one this is one that you should definitely check out. And uh, I'm I've been playing something but I know Chase is very excited about it so I'm going to let Chase lead the charge as we talk about Balatro. Do, do you want me to talk about
2: my other game first? Then we can talk about Balatro as a group. Oh, sorry.
0: I I forgot. I, know. I thought we
2: were all doing that, but.
0: Okay. Well, I yeah, I just uh, I got I, I know you talked about this game. I'm Sorry, I slipped yeah. up there.
2: Uh, I I finished Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. I I played a lot of that game. I uh like God, it only came out what like a week and a half ago or something. Um, you definitely beat mainline, it last week. I beat it over the weekend. Oh okay. I I, pl- I played it. Oh, on the, we talked
0: about this on Monday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got.
2: Right. Uh, right. Right. Sorry, get your shit together, peas. Uh, <laughs> Grand Blue <laughs> Fantasy Relink. I, I won't. I won't like re talk about all the elements, but it is. It is a platinum joint uh, platinum co devel- development joint. One of them. Uh, yeah, uh, and it plays a lot like that, and it's it's so good, and. Um, like the the story, the story is kind of whatever. Uh, I'll I'll admit that um, it does. It is apparently separate from the the game, the the mobile game, and the the show, like the TV show, the anime that they've done. Like this is kind of a, a completely separate story that that just brings in a bunch of characters. Um, but I, it's it's fine. I mean, it's a it's, hey, we're resurrecting a god that's going to open a portal to utopia, and um,
1: what could go wrong?
2: Well, uh, by opening that portal, it destroys everything else. So, uh, we probably, we probably don't want that. We probably want to stop the person who's trying to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I finished it with, uh, with maybe about half of the additional characters you can recruit. Um, so there's still probably like five or six that I haven't gotten yet. And Every time I unlock a new character and get to play with them, I go, oh, wow, this character just, they, they do so many different cool things than these other characters. And when you unlock them, they are are leveled to an appropriate level and they have uh, enough skills that are different or that are um, comparable to the amount of skills you have unlocked on, on people you have uh, been playing with already that you kind of can just start slotting them in. Uh, it's it's a really, really cool game with a lot, of, a lot of cool style to it. And after you finish it, see credits there there is some post game stuff that that's going on it feels like there's there's kind of like a post game story um like there's a there's a guy who kind of gets lost um in in the final battle and you're like oh maybe we can find that guy um so it seems like there's more to play but i think what it's really doing is just setting up the post game for more of the the monster hunter style stuff that I talked about last week. So the, the game is relatively linear, but it has these quests that you can go on and, and do these little missions that can take five minutes, maybe even less uh, if you're if you're playing them correctly. And there is an online mode for that and you can connect with other people and, and play those modes and, and yeah. grind materials and grind uh, experience. And um, it, it seems really cool. That is, that is not necessarily the part that I want to play. I just kind of wanted to get through the story, but yeah. Um, I had a good enough time with the combat that it's nice that yeah. there is something extra there for people who That's want it. to continue to engage with that because it's there's a lot of really cool people to yeah. play with and they all play very very differently. So I had, I had a really good time with it. I'd encourage other people to give it a shot um even if you're not familiar with the the um, um the I have a series. Who's playing it
1: right now, and he seems to be into it.
2: I, I, again, I know nothing about Grand Blue. I, I play or I watched one episode of the anime and didn't like the little mascot dragon character who also is in this game and talks a lot and still sucks. But, <laughs> um, I, I had a great enough time with, uh, the rest of the game that I, I think it's totally worth playing for people. And just, it's, it's been a while since I played like a, a fun, action kind of game like that and mm-hmm. uh and this one just hit the spot perfectly that's great,
1: man. That nice
2: all right Fuck all that noise let's talk about what we're really here to talk about which is Bellatro. uh bobby i believe you were the first of us to play this game so why don't you lead Where'd us you off are? and tell us uh, a little bit more about what Bellatro is
0: yeah Bellatro is a very interesting take on a roguelike deck builder uh this is a game that came out yesterday on pretty much everything right like it's on Mm -hmm. i think all platforms at this point besides mobile uh it sets you back for it would play really well on mobile they should put it on mobile i know it would be it would be (laughs) awesome on mobile it
2: really would be um like the guy who wants everything on switch and got it on switch is saying
0: i think this would play pretty good on ipad yep Yep, I agree. 15 bucks is what it will set you back on everything right now. This is being made by Local Thunk and put out by Playstack. It is taking the core concept of poker and flipping it on its ear and putting a lot of what we've been seeing in this genre of roguelike deck builders for the last several years into a format of poker. And if that sounds wild, it only gets crazier with tarot cards, celestial cards, and jokers, which are incredible modifiers That you can use to level up the multiplier and the coin value of your cards while also giving you higher point values on cards themselves and making them stone glass or all kinds of crazy shit i
1: it's really crazy
0: it gets really crazy to the point where i could not believe i was getting the same itch and like feral feeling i got playing monster train when we would see numbers go up for (laughs) poker and i told chase when we streamed this on monday i was like i want to break it like i didn't realize we could break poker and we start we <laughs> we broke poker yeah. um after all these years being broke by poker you break poker now yeah uh, it's uh, crazy vegas,
2: vegas hates this
0: game doctors hate it vegas hates it and my bedtime hates it I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs>
2: my my eyes hate it because on the Nintendo Switch if you're playing in handheld mode, it's a, it's a, it's a little small. The get text that is a OLED, little bit small maybe. Maybe 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 I just need to keep playing this on a on the TV but um yeah, yeah text text is a little bit it, small.
1: Make it for the computer too.
2: That's true. That's true. They do. Um, and they it's, also, it's, it's, it, it might also be, Bobby Bobby theorized this in, in our group chat, that it, it might be, it's got this CRT filter that goes mm-hmm. over it, which looks mm-hmm. so good. It, it makes really it look does. like a, a haunted, um, like, video poker machine. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's uh, great. I never want to turn it off. In fact, I, I want more, but, uh, uh, but it uh, might be the reason that my five, eyes hate this man. game.
1: It's <laughs> uh, the music, like... Mm-hmm. I was I got on early so I I could play a few hands. And I was just sitting here with my headphones on just bopping my head like mm-hmm. going along with the that I don't, I don't know how you would describe it like it's
2: very it's like haunting and ethereal yeah, it, and that kind of feels stuff. Feels like
1: I'm playing poker inside of a David Lynch.
2: Yeah. Movie. yeah and and bobby and i mentioned it on monday but um you know it's like the it's like earthbound uh, where you're playing fighting mm-hmm. against like gigas and mm-hmm. and those backgrounds that are happening so yes. it's it's like you're playing you know video poker or video solitaire or something like that hey, but the music plus the backgrounds it's yeah. weird and fucked
1: sad that mother three didn't
2: get its english port <laughs> anyway.
0: you, that soundtrack <laughs> is available on steam by the way for three dollars Oh, nice.
2: i don't i don't think i need the soundtrack in my in my head when i'm not playing the game but it's nice that it's out there
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah chase why don't i mean i think that i kind of set up what it yeah. is
2: i mean it is it is you start every run with with a normal deck of 52 cards you you mm-hmm. have you know aces in every suit kings queens jacks You're dealt um, eight
1: cards and then you can discard up to five You've, have you explained all this bobby
2: No, he hasn't, but that's that's fine. That is that is the setup. So you you get a number of hands that you can play per round um, and the rounds they call blinds like in in poker. There's a small blind, there's a big blind. And then there's a a boss blind where it has some kind of negative. um, Oh,
1: I got a joker today that
2: nullified any. (sighs) Oh, that's cool.
1: Boss powers. And it was it was great while it lasted.
2: So, you, so you're playing the rounds and you get to play so many hands and yes, you can discard cards to get even more cards and, and you're getting more than a regular size poker hand. I, like Johnny said, you're getting like eight cards. You can even get modifiers that can increase the number of cards you have in a hand uh, at any one time so you can have better selections for that kind of stuff. But you're just trying to make poker hands. So at the start, you're like, okay, I can make two pair or oh, I can make a, a full house and you get an amount of chips and then an amount of multiplier based on what you, what you put out there. But then once you finish a round, you you need to get to some certain amount of chips uh, to be able to finish that round. And once you finish a round, you get to go to the store and the store has a number of different things. It has uh, packs of cards where you could just open it up and Hey, here's three cards. Do you want a second six of spades in your deck? You could take it. Um, Or hey, here's this weird card that's also in there. It's it's an ace, but it's a little crinkly and, and a little uh, yellowed and it's a lucky ace. Uh, like it's an ace you've been keeping in your wallet for 20 years. Um, and that has like a one in five chance of getting a bunch of chips and a huge multiplier added anytime you play that in one of your hands. Um, so you have those options, and then Bobby mentioned you have arcanas. You have these uh, these tarot cards that you can also come in a pack or can come separately, and they have different effects. Like one can turn three of your cards into heart cards, so now you can have three seven of hearts in in your in your deck. So maybe you can kind of make like a. Uh, they don't combine the hands though, unfortunately. So you can't like make a full house flush which is it's yes. not a poker hand because it's not possible. But in this game, it's possible. <laughs> I, they just don't give you the points yeah. for it. Um, um, but yeah, you I can ha- make a four a... of a kind with all ace spades and you're like, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything other than being but, four of a kind, but, but there are feel other real cool. cards. It does make you feel real cool. But then there are also other cards that can modify things further. And those are the jokers and jokers. Uh, I think, I think there's like a whole set of like 52 jokers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are. And, yeah. Every Joker does something pretty darn unique, whether think, it is.
1: Yeah,
2: I think go, the,
1: go the coolest one I've had so far is the misprint where it cycles between a bunch of numbers whenever it comes. To I don't even turn. think it
0: cycles. I
2: think it it is random. Oh, it does cycle
0: well like random it goes through random. i mean it's numbers. random each time like
2: yeah it's a, it's, a glitched out joker that gives yeah. you an extra multiplier yep. but you yep. don't know how much of a multiplier it's going to yeah. be sometimes and it will be just a double yeah. and sometimes it'll go up to like 20 yeah, times I
1: had, yeah i had like 22 on one hand and
0: it's, here's so an fun. idea a joker card called take my strong hand and it's okay. just the pixel strong hand from scary movie. Sure. But it gives you, what does uh, it do? <laughs> it gives you a, a, a re triggers twice because of the mashed potato dip and Gosh. it gives you uh, a multiplier. It doubles your highest pair uh, as a multiplier
2: maybe you should talk to the dev get some dlc going (laughs) there you go um uh, like some of the some of my favorite jokers that i've found uh there's a walkie talkie joker which uh gives your tens and your fours good buddy um some extra extra multipliers so i got into the point where i was trying to select more tens or more fours in my deck um you can use like arcana cards that can change one of your cards into another card so it was like i was trying to change jacks into tens yes. just so i could get more tens in the deck um uh, there's another one. one that i got it was, that I was odds.
1: like yeah. every odd card i played mm-hmm. so I, I would play as many straights as i could or just like pairs like two pairs mm-hmm. of, of negative numbers
2: there was a uh, one that i really liked uh it was it was a three a th- or a four-fingered card a four-fingered mm-hmm. joker uh that said you can make you can make straights or flushes with only four cards, so you don't have to have the full five to get a flush. You could just have four diamond cards, and that counts as a flush. Um,
0: what was the one that a, we had on Monday, Chase? That did the the one on the far the, right.
2: Yeah, the super fucked one was one that doubled whatever our leftmost joker was, and our leftmost joker that we were using, I think, was like something that that gave us a bunch of points on two pairs. So yeah. anytime we played any two pair hand it would give us a bunch of bonuses from being the two pair it would give us any bonuses that we had for the cards that we were actually using because also your cards have value like a king is worth 10 points but you um, can also modify that four points worth more you can absolutely do that too you can modify your own card. yeah there's so many things that they can pile on top of the solid foundation of oh it's just playing cards um and then you just get so many, uh, it gets complex, but that complexity isn't that big of a deal because one, it's mostly automated, and two, it's something that you're at least familiar with because it's it's playing cards.
0: I have another really cast idea for a joker. It's called, Cl- <laughs> okay. it's called Clown Car, and mm-hmm. you can put one other joker card inside of this joker card. So oh God. It, give, it gives you an additional joker, but you can put whatever card you want in it to free up a spot. Mm, interesting so, you, so it plays it plays that card inside of it and it's called the yeah. clown car you
1: know I I can't believe that you get excited when things are triggered in the middle of a card game like this you don't enjoy <laughs> playing magic
2: That's true he <laughs> hates he hates when triggers happen was, in, in magic I was but.
1: thinking you know maybe we should just build him a deck built around like when things enter the battlefield maybe that would
0: I, I you I, know what I, I want have such a
2: deck right now that he
0: can play. I, I want local thunk to take every fucking card they have in this game <laughs> and make it physical and give it to me and let me play this game <laughs> IRL the the problem is because you can
2: modify the, the hand the, before you modify your deck you you screw up all your cards <laughs> like oh I turned this card into a holographic card which gives it a bunch of crazy bonuses uh but also now it's a holographic card the whole time you know uh, what it's, it's, it's really fun i wish there were like some slight persistent things in here to make things really mm-hmm. crazy uh, oh, maybe yeah. i don't want that like uh i know in that was my problem with hades is that i really liked the game but eventually you piled on the persistent bonuses so much that every That's run cool. took like an hour plus plus. and and Bellatro still has been relatively quick rounds i know uh i know when we played on monday we we apparently were breaking that game wide open and didn't didn't quite know it because I, I haven't had a run no, that has been no. that consistently good as the no. one we were on. Dude, um, that
0: that I've been chasing that high. I've played a <laughs> lot of, I've I've played a lot of this game. Yeah. And I've been chasing the high. Johnny, you should seriously go watch our stream from Monday night. Cause we had this build that was so fucking ugly. Like I chase it chase it multiple I times. It's too like, easy. Is this game too easy? Yeah, is this
2: game like, I, I I love what this game is doing, but it just feels too easy. And now that I'm playing it myself and I haven't gotten that crazy combination of I jokers know. that we had, I go, oh, the game's not easy. Like it, you still you still put a lot of strategy into in it. We just, just must a better have run. gotten the right. We had a unicorn right. It uh, it's, it's a it, hell of a game. Uh, have uh, you there's seen so the to Reviews unlock on too. that? Like you'll, I, I haven't. I've, I, it seems like it's... In, uh completely positive Uh, across the board. It's overwhelmingly
0: overwhelmingly positive, but there's people chase that they're like, I, I feel like I have to buy this game so many times as I put over 60 hours in the demo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's nuts. There's, and also like this game is, this game is a game that you can play for a really long time Mm -hmm. because it has so much stuff to unlock. You can unlock new kinds of jokers as you play. As you play the game normally, there are different decks that you can unlock that um, give you bonuses to begin with. So it's you know the blue deck gives you an extra hand every round, so you get more opportunities to make uh, hands that will get you points. Or there's a red deck that allows you to discard more, so you can get the better cards. so You can make the best hand more often. Uh, there's a yellow deck that just gives you a bunch of money to begin the game with that you can, you know, upgrade with more jokers at the beginning of the game and, and maybe find a, a, a fucked run or something like that. It's, it's so fun and it's so varied. Um, and, and just, just us talking about our favorite jokers is Mm -hmm. is making me excited for this game again Uh, and i was just playing it like 40 minutes ago uh Uh, it's it's fantastic
0: i think that we're if you are listening to this and you want to see it i think chase and i are feeling pretty confident we're going to play this for a few mondays so um we have a a video on demand you can check out but on mondays at 9 p.m on twitch.tv slash casual hour and youtube.com slash casual hour central thank you um you can tune in and hang out chase and i to play some blatro uh we'll have a lot of fun and try and break the game for sure but
2: we'll we'll also do a quick look of this i'm sure Mm -hmm. and and put that up relatively soon so you can go to our youtube channel and and find that and yeah see more of the game yourself it's super cool i'm gonna keep playing it it is probably the best game i've played in 2024 so far um Mm -hmm. now final fantasy comes out in like a week and a half so We'll see, but <laughs> we'll see. I'll,
0: I'll tell you what; it's a it's a hell of a debut for sure. Hell totally. of a thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, This Speaking seems Speaking of
2: debuts,
0: yes.
1: Should we move on to the casual report?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Is the casual report debuting?
1: No, but this first thing that I'm yeah,
0: Johnny did is, the news. <laughs>
1: um, um, okay. Uh, I think Elden Ring has been is, out
2: for a while. I don't think it's really a debut. Yeah, about
1: two years now. Um, but uh, today. We've known for a long while now that there's going to be DLC for Elden Ring. It's Shadow of the Earth Tree. Uh, people were getting real anxious about why well, haven't they announced anything yet? Well, yesterday it came out. They said trailer tomorrow morning. And they put that trailer out this morning. And,
2: and Jeff know, Keighley it's- tweeted gameplay. It was like, OK, Jeff Keighley. Okay. Thanks, mm-hmm. Jeff Keighley. You're my you're my favorite
0: news. Yes, I guess uh, they won't be at summer games festival now, huh, Jeff?
1: Darn. Um, and they put out this two minute and 22 minute or three minute trailer, and it looks incredible. Uh, I obviously am taking the day off work when it comes out.
2: Um,
1: but it's what could they have done area. to make it
2: not look incredible in your eyes? Like, I don't know. Nothing. OK, exactly, exactly. I feel like I feel mean, like Listen, you're pretty easy to please on this. you
0: Does it take place before or after the story?
1: It's after it's it's in a whole new area. Uh, it's dealing with Michaela, one of the uh, royal children who you don't see at all uh, in the main game. And it's about as big as Limgrave, I said, or bigger than Limgrave, which is the area that you start in um, after you leave um, the chapel. And I God, I'm, I I'm just, I know previous so DLCs excited. they've done
2: for for Dark Souls have required mm-hmm. you to be at a certain level, or required to, you to be so far into the game, have they? Did they make any mention of when you could play this DLC? I don't know. I okay. know that there was an like one of the DLCs that... was even like hidden, right? Like you, you didn't know where it was. You didn't know how to access the DLC, and you had to go find it. That, that sounds like
1: a thing that they, it wasn't like through a portrait or something. Yeah, um,
2: something like that. now.
1: And uh, yeah. The, Miyazaki did a, an interview with Eurogamer that I haven't read yet. I just saw some like bullet points from, uh, as far as like map size and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I obviously very excited by this. Um, I'm gonna watch that trailer a whole bunch. I'm waiting for Vadividia to put out his analysis that he always does. Um, probably the best uh, born YouTuber in the game. Uh, but yeah, that's that was really exciting for me. Um, and. Do we want to go straight to the recap? No, no, just run through your stories. Um, Remember, payday three. Nope. Nobody, (laughs) no no one else does either. Uh, No one's playing it. Uh, Starbreeze admits payday three is massively underperforming.
2: Uh, So why do why do we think that is? Like payday two is huge and and well loved. I know payday three had like some initial issues. Like, did it have server stuff?
0: Yeah,
1: like it was broken for I think wasn't it like
0: dude? It was weeks bad after it, was it came v- out. Very fucking bad.
1: You and I well, were it's not play. broken now,
0: right? I mean, so why why do you think it's it's underperforming? Because they did the thing where they didn't get rid of the other payday that people have money mm. and resources mm-hmm. and stuff tied into. So it's yeah. not like they did what Overwatch did. Thank God, because that they probably wouldn't even be around right now if that would have happened. Yeah, but. The problem is is that payday 2 has been like a top selling game pretty much ever since it came out and there wasn't yeah, enough huge here. fan base
1: yeah, yeah.
0: like and, it just wasn't polished enough it's a it's a poorer experience across the board and yeah. why would you play
1: yeah. a worse version that has nicer i don't, looking I don't
0: know and... how they turn this around honestly like this is kind of a crazy I, yeah. case study this is a situation where they're they're really fucked because they either Turn off two at this point and force people over here to recoup it, but that's going to cause such a soured experience. Mm -hmm. There's there's no Final Fantasy fourteen, there's no Taken King here, because they've got that already over here. It's not like Destiny one. If this was Destiny Mm one being bad and like Destiny two fixing some of that stuff, it's just so fucking different that they. But also,
2: it's not a case of like you know it's too late now but uh like among us where it's like they were going to make a second game and then they realized that people were so excited about the first game like why Mm -hmm. why would we do that why don't we just support the first game and and keep going with that or you've seen specific versions of counter-strike that people have gotten excited about and like that's the one
1: with with among us though it didn't get really popular until it already been out for
2: right it didn't it didn't start popular and then when it when it blew up they scrapped their plans for the second one
1: you know payday has been payday two has been popular like since it came out right so
0: yeah uh that that was like early ps4 era right mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's been a
1: bit um it'll be interesting to see what happens i mean i think
0: do they talk about that in the article like like, is there anything that they highlight here that they're gonna do to try and change this i don't i Um, legitimately don't know how they will
2: well, oh, Poppy Johnny doesn't read the articles. He just puts the headlines on our headlines and then calls right. it a day. Uh, That's how the news gets done so fast.
1: Shut up, Chase. Um, no, I read this. It's just been in there for a while. Uh, few companies are blessed with the brand a brand as strong as Payday. Their time on our most recent game is lagging. Payday Two is fair, slightly better than expected financially. So, I think it's just sent a wave of people back to the old game. Uh, yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: saying, you know, it shows the strength of the brand and our potential to convert these to payday three as we So I wonder if they're just going to keep. I man, what a what a and quagmire. have seen
2: we've seen crazier turnarounds, uh, we've seen no man's yeah. guys. We've seen uh, but also
1: two different games, you know, like
2: they are. But, you know, if if. If you put enough work in this, and people eventually see the effort, they can, they might switch over. Um, just but pay but pay it is it that around. question. I
1: mean, you could have like a skeleton crew that just keeps it, you know, running. Yeah. Uh, and maybe cut back on how much new content you're putting into it. I, I
2: yeah. know. Is, is this going to be like an anthem thing, where like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go and retool this, uh, or is it going to be an anthem thing where they go back and retool this and then they go, Ask ah, we'll it. just fucking scrap no. it. No,
0: <laughs> we're gonna make Are new you? mass effect i think if anything they i mean shut down two <laughs> force people who want that experience over <sighs> i, I would, ooh, man i don't I, know <laughs> that's bad news or it seems like a kiss or, of death. or somehow merge these two things
1: yeah we'll, we'll see what happens um yep. speaking of kisses of death uh diablo 4 it got added to Game Pass, which is which is fine. Oh, it's great!
2: Uh, so it's cheaper.
1: No. Uh, no, they okay. I knew that my tr- microtransactions were bad, right? Because I, I played. This it, isn't the out. first
0: time they did this.
1: And there's a new horse bundle that costs sixty five. Oh,
2: I don't. I don't like the words "horse" and "microtransaction" put that's together. Right. That that's right. that evokes some real historical cursed. memories of mine. Um, dude and i just the fucking
1: balls the on the horse it takes. yeah that's wow. why it's
2: so expensive yeah it must be <laughs> um
0: damn
1: i just like 65 dollars for a bundle but of this isn't goods.
0: this isn't literally they had another horse i think around christmas time that was 50 or 60 dollars and it this doesn't it's not the it first time they've do done anything. this. I know. So the micro I, the microtransaction
2: is just for the horse. Just just to be clear, if you want to play this game on Game Pass, you can and you don't yeah. have to spend any money on it. But they also are offering a $65 bundle of stuff that features some horse. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the horse is just a cosmetic? Like there are mm-hmm, other horses in the know. game, mm-hmm. other mounts, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. It's
1: just it's just a set of horse armor.
2: It's just a <laughs> it's just a flex for people. I mean, I'm I am generally at this point okay with developers throwing ridiculous stuff. Like I again, I play Fire Emblem Heroes still off and on. I've seen gotcha games happen where, you know, they'll offer ridiculous things because some whale weirdos will pay that stuff. Right. Um not everybody's going to play it. it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But for a game that I'm sure has not. I mean, Diablo 4 did has done okay for them, right? i'm sure it's did just money, money wise yeah yeah um but also the the last one they did uh what was that immortal the the mobile one mm-hmm. um, here, like that was that was a bunch of microtransaction stuff in there too like i it doesn't surprise me that they are bringing in some of the uh, bringing in heavy microtransaction stuff from what they've learned through
0: immortal the other thing to call out here you could spend 65 dollars and get one armor set for your horse or you could spend $65 and get 13 armor sets in Helldivers 2
2: or or you could take 40 of those dollars and just buy Helldivers 2 and then go Mm -hmm. get a nice meal Mm
1: -hmm. or buy Helldivers and
2: Bellatro and get a a not so nice meal but you can still get the meal you
0: you go from getting fucked by Diablo to getting fucked Fucking uh, up some bugs. There, you go. To there you
1: Managing go. democracy across the galaxy, fighting off these bugs mm. and robot scum that are trying to steal our way of life.
2: Well, it sounds like, like, like Blizzard's uh, doing great still. Yeah. Thanks Good for fun. great. Good job, Blizzard.
1: Um, Chase, you want to run us through this Nintendo drive? I would like yeah. to do
2: that, yes. So we I had did not uh, watch it it was it was Uh, early it was early this morning i don't i don't know if they actually played this one live uh and i was asleep but when i woke up (laughs) the the youtube video was out for like two minutes so i was like oh okay i guess i'm i guess i'm watching this now um and i gotta say for like a 22 minute direct this thing was packed with yeah it's a long list of stuff here like and this this isn't everything uh this is just some of the stuff that i found to be the most cool um it, I wouldn't say there's like some killer, killer thing uh, in here, but there was just a lot of little things that just made me feel real good about the health of the, well, not, I was, was going to say the health of video games, but that's definitely not true. Uh, the, <laughs> the the health of the quality of video games we are getting these days. Uh, so let's run through some stuff here. We we talked about this last week. There was a whole Xbox thing, um, and this is part of, partially what that was about um in this partner direct so so we're not seeing any first party Nintendo games but we are seeing a bunch of stuff from their third party partners and one of the third party partners is Xbox uh which i mean it has been they've the Minecrafts on on the switch but they are now expanding that even further and yeah. the two games that they showed off from Xbox are Grounded from from Rare which i, I was surprised on i thought that would mm-hmm. be Hi-Fi it Rush is. instead of instead of Grounded oh Grounded sorry is. you're right not Rare um, yes Thank you. Um, but that's coming out April 16th on the Nintendo switch. Uh, it will have cross-platform play. So I could theoretically play with Bobby now. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I know Bobby's had like a a house built for me and grounded for, for months now. (laughs) So, uh, who knows, maybe, maybe someday I'll take him up on that offer. Uh, and the other game was Pentiment, which, uh, is coming out, uh, Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yep. It, it's out tomorrow. They,
0: they all, we won't talk about it, but I'll just say that they did announce the other two games on PlayStation today as well. You've got Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves both coming in March and April to PS5. So the four games Dude, have totally officially been out at this point.
2: Yep. Uh, so, yeah, per- pretty cool. Jeff Good, Grubb uh, tried, to t-
0: tried to say that Grounded would perform better on the Switch than Hi-Fi Rush would, and I don't buy that for one second.
2: Man, that's tough. Hmm.
0: I don't know. I've, Hi-Fi Rush, or I'm sorry, uh, Grounded caused like Jason and Johnny's PCs to chug. Like, it's a, de- that's a demanding thing. Oh, you game.
2: mean perform, perform
0: like, okay, I thought yeah, you meant performance like Reception wise, but like actually <laughs> okay. play.
2: Okay. Hi- Hi-Fi Maybe, Rush is
0: less than Grounded.
2: I, I don't know like what goes, I'm not a technical guy, so I don't know like what kind of shaders or whatever happens in Hi-Fi Rush that might be tough to run on a Switch. Um, I know, at least in terms of size and scope of what that video game is, it seems like a game that that should work on a Switch. So maybe someday we'll get that, um, or maybe maybe it needs to wait for the Switch Pro or the Switch Two or whatever the fuck they're calling it. Um, but so first, uh, so far, we're getting grounded and we're getting Pentiment. I'm I'm really excited about Pentiment. I I played it on a PC. I didn't get super far, and I think part of that was just not being used to PC games, not used to sitting in a chair and playing a PC game, especially one that is not, um, engaging all the time. Like it's a lot of sitting back and reading. And if I'm sitting back and reading, maybe I'd like to do that on a couch and, and have it in my hands or on a TV like that. Um, there was technically more Xbox stuff, uh, which is there are a bunch of rare games coming to Nintendo switch online today. Um, which is uh, Snake Rattle and Roll, Battle Toads in Battle Maniacs, Killer Instinct, RC Pro Am, and Blast Core. That last one uh, is a Nintendo sixty four game, so that is only with the expansion pass. But all the other ones are on Nintendo Switch Online. So it's not it's not like we got rare replay for for I mean, the I'm Nintendo kidding, Switch. I'm kidding, I'll be right back. All right, go for it. Uh, it's not like we got rare replay, which. Would have, been, would have been really sweet even if they had to like totally cut out a few games to make rare replay work that would have been super sweet on the switch but we are getting some rare games that are showing up on nintendo switch online so that's pretty cool too and shows that continuing partnership with with xbox um moving moving on we'll try to move through some of these relatively quickly uh there was a cool little puzzle game called Arranger, uh, a ranger a role puzzling adventure it comes out this good. summer it uh, it looks super cool like the the whole idea is that you are like on a tile and when you move it moves the whole row that you're on like it's a grid system and then if you move up or down it moves the whole column so you're solving puzzles about how you move and how it affects the the world around you i think it's i think it's got a really cool idea around it probably something that's going to hurt my head but i do like the idea uh unicorn overload comes out or overlord sorry comes out march 8th there is a demo out today which i downloaded but i, I did not play uh, yet
0: yeah let me know if that's any good
2: yeah so this is the newest game from atlas and vanillaware um oh they made, yeah they it's made only 13 on sentinels made... do i
0: it's only on playstation and switch yeah that's true
2: um and it's uh, like a real-time strategy game with uh with some JRPG turn-based elements to it. Um, I I love the look. I love vanillaware games, mm-hmm. just to, the look of them, and and mostly how they felt. Um, and I'm I'm really excited to try this one out and see what it's like. It actually reminds me a lot, uh, Bobby. What was that? What was that turn-based tactics game on the steam deck that you were playing uh that you made like the squads um of of people and you had like dragons in the squad yeah
0: and... yeah yeah yeah. um uh it's it's more uh riffing off of uh the games that you like from nintendo what the fuck is that um <laughs> hang on symphony of yeah. symphony of something yeah something like that um Symf- but the I, I... Nifle, Nifle? what is that this game
2: reminds me a little bit of that here it looks like you are making for
0: the nephilim saga that's it
2: yeah yeah um so if you liked that game uh, which was really cool mm-hmm. um, this this seems like it has some of those elements where you're building squads and then putting those into like semi turn-based semi real-time uh battles pretty neat uh monster hunter stories the very first one the the 3ds game which has been ported to apple arcade and ported to uh, some other places is getting a port to switch this summer um it is also coming to pc and ps4 and ps5 i think that game's great the the mm-hmm. second one is is definitely better but the first game is is really fun if you haven't played the first one i uh, wholeheartedly recommend it um star wars battlefront classic collection Hell is coming yeah. out march 14th this combines the uh, original battlefront 1 and battlefront 2 uh that were on playstation and xbox uh, playstation 2 and xbox original xbox. Um, <laughs> xbox xbox yes um they do come with some new content kit fisto everybody's favorite Uh, and, uh, and Jabba's palace, which I think was like a cut map for a battlefront three. I feel like I remember seeing some screenshots and stuff or some video of, of like some, um, gameplay happening in Jabba's Palace but that was for a scrapped Battlefront 3 so I think that's just being added in here which is kind of a kind of a cool bonus it's kind of a kind of an interesting time for Star Wars games because uh this this month at the end of the month is the Dark Forces remake and then our remaster I guess and then uh and then March yeah we're getting the Battlefront Classic Collection which I I love those games Battlefront 2 is just one of my favorite games of all time
0: they're so Uh, good
2: i look forward to playing it again uh there's a there's a there's a gundam there's a gundam thing yeah uh, it gundam breaker 4 it's coming out sometime this year uh, i think i played a gundam breaker game on my phone and didn't like it maybe it being on the switch and not having microtransaction stuff is going to make it a little better but the, the idea is it's like gun plus stuff so you're actually taking off parts of Gundams and smashing them together to make the ultimate Gundam or whatever. And okay, well, battling that against sounds pretty ones. cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's anything like the other one I played, like even the environments are like kids bedrooms. So now you're just flying around in your own Gunplas in a, in a kid's bedroom. And and I like miniature stuff like that. So uh, I don't know. It might be cool. I'll, I'll, probably check it out they're making a new super monkey ball super monkey ball banana rumble which is coming out june 25th um, it seems like a, a normal new super monkey ball but they are adding a couple things one thing that uh is is shocking to me that they're adding that because i felt like i feel like it should have been in a monkey ball game forever they're adding a spin dash they're adding just a straight up sonic the hedgehog spin dash they're like well yeah you're Sounds like that should have existed. Like, yeah, why didn't you do that Weird. before? That's okay. that's what you do. <laughs> um, so now there's a spin dash, which seems like a great way to skip a bunch of bunch of stuff in the levels and and having a, a really cool piece of movement tech there. Um, but also another thing that feels like, yeah, why didn't you do this a billion years earlier? Uh, they're kind of putting in like a Fall Guys style hmm. mode. A uh, 16-player online multiplayer mode where you can do races, um, but there's also like co-op stuff where you have to defeat robots or something. But now you have like all the monkeys uh, in all their individual balls just uh, slamming around and, and taking, taking ramps to go up and hit robots and stuff like that. So uh, kind of cool that there is like this competitive and cooperative online mode. I've, I've never really played much of a super monkey ball, but this, this one has I? a cool hook to it. That's uh, that seems pretty neat. Uh, world of goo two is coming out May 23rd. This is a console exclusive to the Nintendo switch. Uh, the first game, I don't know if you guys played the first world of goo. It was on the, uh, the I played it on iOS. Okay. Yeah. It, it eventually yeah, came I, to other places I but it at it, some
1: point. I just don't remember
2: where. Yeah, it started on the Wii. I remember playing this game in college um, and it was it's one of those like it's not I think I'm Braid came earlier. But this is definitely like in that era of that kind of initial wave of, oh, oh these indie games, that, that might be a thing. And uh, and I think it really helped to cement that style of game. And they, they finally made a second one. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, it looks like it's got a lot of cool ideas that they've added into it as well fantasy life i and the girl who steals time is coming out october 10th uh i played the first fantasy life on the 3ds and thought it was really cool just as a this rpg where you could take on what they call lives but are basically classes and all the different classes do very different things you can go into warriors or, or wizards and and do more like combat focused jobs but there's also lumberjack where you just go and you Mm. (laughs) chop down a bunch of trees there's carpenter where you can go and make furniture and uh or cook where you're you're finding ingredients and cooking them and um, each of those lives progresses different things in the game and you can switch them on the fly so you can go okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna go to lumberjack so i can cut down all these trees and then i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna switch to carpenter so now i can build stuff with the materials that i got um and this game seems like it's taking that even further with like some animal crossing kind of stuff where you go back and forth through time
1: five, for sure. Yeah.
2: So like you go back in time to collect the materials and then you come forward in time to the ruined part of the Island. And now you're trying to rebuild it with uh, new stuff. So like you're putting down benches in the trailer and it's like, okay, yeah, it, it's, it looks kind of cool. It's made by, mm-hmm. made by level five. Like the first one, they've uh, they've made a lot of good video games in their time. Um, and it's got a, a pretty good pedigree because I, uh, I I really do like that first game. Um, Another Crab's Treasure comes out April twenty fifth. Bobby, I know you played this game. Did you? Was this a Neckfest one? Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah. It seems cool. Like you're you're this hermit crab and you've lost your shell, so you're just picking up random kind of items, and those are your shells, and they have different benefits. Um, and it's kind of a Souls likey. Uh, action RPG, where you're just collecting new new shells that give you new skills uh, every time. seems seems fun. Penny's big breakaway came out today, which is okay. uh, yeah, came out today. I, I put it on my wish list. It's thirty dollars, which I wasn't quite ready to spend because i I just bought some other games recently, like uh, like Bellatro. But uh, this is definitely one I've I've got my eye on, and I've had my eye on for a while. This is from the Sonic Mania team, who who didn't get to make another Sonic Mania for some reason, uh, but they went and made this instead, which is a, a 3D platformer. Um, your character Penny has a yo-yo and does a lot of really cool stuff with that, um, like a lot of double jump and, and whip tech stuff and um, hookshot kind of stuff with it it seems it seems real cool it seems like it's built for some speedrun stuff in there as well i'm i'm pretty jazzed about it i I would like to play that sometime Mm -hmm. real soon sweet game which is the that uh watermelon style game the 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 game i was very obsessed with uh for a while oh yeah (laughs) they uh they made some dlc it is paid dlc which feels a little weird like they're like they're trying to get their chunk of change while they can but uh, it's a multiplayer DLC. So now there is like a battle battle mode where you can there's there's three different types of multiplayer modes there. You can just play the game normally. There's a time attack mode and there's also a um, like a, a battle mode where the more fruit you connect, the, the more fruit throws into the opponent's uh, glass jar and, and they have to figure out what to do with it. Um, I think the DLC is like only like five bucks or something. But uh, they also put out a bundle for with both things. But those are out today, so you can go play that right now if you'd like to. Uh, Pepper Grinder comes out March twenty eighth. There's a demo out today. Pepper Grinder looks so fucking good.
0: This is yes. on the Next Fest that we didn't get to cover. Well, we covered, but we didn't play this game. Right. Uh, there's a demo still out from the Next Fest. I think there's also one on, on here from what you have. But yep. it's it's very cool.
2: Yeah, uh, Devolver published game. We've we've known about this for. Almost a year, I think, but it just looks real rad. Like you're you're just drilling. it's a it's a 2D platformer, but you have this drill, and you can jump into walls and like start drilling through the walls, or you know, a flying enemy or like a, an airship or something, and you can drill through the airship and come out the other side. Um, just a lot of really cool. There's ideas a lot of there.
0: stuff in Ori where they had a whole level and an ability that you did this kind of like sand yeah. movement. That was always kind of fun. This one looks super fucking rad it's got some celeste vibes to it
2: yeah totally i can i can definitely see that um there's another game like um O-Oleha, elijah mm-hmm. um that's you know kind of got a similar pixely art style that that really evokes a lot of what this is doing actually that um what was the what was the the uh, gunbrella gunbrella Mm -hmm. also and that's also also devolver Devolver game as Mm -hmm. well but um you know they've they've got kind of a house style that they they find and i think this game fits in there quite well but just also looks really good uh pocket card jockey ride on came out today it is a port remake maybe a port with extra with some extra goodies um, of the original Pocket Card Jockey, which came out on the 3DS as a as a small game, uh, this is very funny to me because Bobby was just asking me like, "Hey, do you do you think they'll show Pokemon at this next Direct?" And I was like, "No," because Game Freak has they they can put out a Pokemon presents whenever they want, and then they just announced a, a Pokemon presents. Then I said, "But if they do show anything, they you know they've made other non Pokemon games. They did like Pocket Card Jockey. Maybe we'll see something with that." I'll and right lo and behold, here. we. We fucking did. Um, so Pocket Card Jockey Ride On, this is actually a port of the Apple Arcade game, um, yeah. which which itself was a was a port with you know updated graphics and stuff from the 3DS game. So it's not it's not specifically a new video game, but it is on new platforms. Um, I know this new-ish. is one of new new-ish, yeah. And it's uh it's one of our good friend of the show, Jiggy San's favorite games. Um I I played the original pocket card jockey and I like a lot of what it does, but I didn't quite get into it. So maybe being on the Switch is an opportunity for me to give it another shot. We'll uh we'll see. Uh and then they ended with a game called Endless Ocean Luminous, which uh the the very first screen I saw I was like, Oh sweet, they're making another Abzu. Um and then I and then the second second I went like Oh, uh, it doesn't look as good as Abzu. This must not be Absu, um, and no, it's it's not. But it is a game about diving in the ocean and swimming around and, and finding fish. Um, and it does it does look pretty cool. And it's also got a thirty player online multiplayer mode Damn. where everybody's just going around the ocean hanging and out. taking photos of fish and hanging out and having a good time. Um, so it does it does seem kind of nice. But it it was their finisher. Uh, of, of the show, of the, of the partner direct and felt like it kind of went, went out, uh, on a, not a low point, but like a midpoint. It's like, damn, I, I was kind of hoping for like something really exciting at the end, but, uh, you know, not I think overall a really cool direct with a lot of really cool stuff in it that, that I'm excited to play. I, I put a bunch of stuff on my, on my wish list today, Pepper Grinder and, and Penny's Big Breakaway. Um... Really, really excited about the, the future and, and current Switch offerings with uh, with uh, things like Bellatro and the stuff we saw.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for a lot of people. The partner directs are always hard for me because that's usually more things that I've had a, the ability to play or have played Totally. Um, elsewhere. There's some stuff here that's unique to the Switch, which is really exciting, but I'm always happy to see people have an opportunity to play these games that have been important to me elsewhere. I think that's really cool. So I get these days i get way more excited for like in-house directs than i do partner ones but i always appreciate what they're doing to keep games relevant or and give them further reach than what but like, they shouldn't be stuck on one place so this is really cool
2: yeah, yeah
0: definitely um
2: and, and like we mentioned there is a pokemon presents coming out sometime later this week boy i
0: think. I, I got bad news for both of you oh a lot of leaks once really you know we got really excited. It seems like we're going to be getting, you know, black and white uh, remakes. No, absolutely not. We're not going to get anything good. We're excited? The, you're excited right now, but guess what they're modeling this remake after? Uh, really brilliant really, Diamond you know, and yep, yeah, same style.
2: Yeah. yeah, I that that makes sense.
0: That's that's easy
2: for them to do uh but what they have done with That style sucks. It does. You're absolutely right. I hate but it. it. It's it's easy for them to do, and what they like to do with Pokemon games, or what they've done historically, is have a small team work on on those to get an idea of what a Pokemon game is like, and then those people can go into more leadership style positions when it comes to making the brand new Pokemon. So yep. as a pipeline thing, totally get it. But that is that is not an art style I love. I I would much prefer them find a way to use like the Let's Go style. Yep. Um, and
0: we'll just using like, the, the game leaks mechanics, right or now.
2: Yeah, well, we'll see, and we'll—I'm uh, well, sure—we'll talk about it on the on the show when it does when it does happen. But you yeah. know, Game, game Freak uh, and the Pokemon Company have not been uh, firing on all cylinders for no. me, uh, you know, the last handful of years. So, not surprising that they did something else I didn't much care for.
0: But we've been firing on all cylinders here we've got a stacked week and chase thank you for the recap there on that direct It was really well done appreciate it
2: you know somebody somebody had to come in and do real hard journalism that that took time and effort (laughs) and uh i'm glad one of the three of us could do that
0: yeah appreciate it (laughs) oh it's good (laughs) uh this week we've played Bellatro, a game we love on monday night we have a quick look in the hopper that i needed to publish which is for prince persia I don't, I don't think we'll get the Deep Rock one up this week But we'll have it up next week This was episode 363 And Friday night, servers be damned We will be diving for Democracy and Helldivers 2 uh, That is what we're up to Chase, what do you got going on? Uh,
2: there's a new episode of my Pokemon Stadium Let's Play Stadium Brats. Bobby was kind enough to to be on on this episode. Um, you know, some stuff happened where he wasn't able to be on the whole episode, which is totally understandable. Uh, but we did get him for some time, and uh, and had a really good time. And and man. There was one battle where I just I just couldn't fucking miss, man. It was it was maybe one of the greatest gaming moments of my life. Um, so definitely go check that out on uh, the Chasey K Plays YouTube channel. And then uh, I have another podcast that I do with our good friend to show Pierce corshane It's called Pilot Program. Uh, the last episode that we put out was on uh, the Irish television show Dairy Girls, which is uh, a very funny show. And then uh, we've announced that our next episode that we're recording at the end of this month is going to be on The A-Team, the 1980s action show with Mr. T, which we're uh, pretty excited. I, I know nothing about The A-Team other than the osmosis stuff you get through Mr. T. Um, so excited to see like what that show actually is or, or what it was for its first episode anyway. So. That'll be, that'll be cool as well. You can find all the episodes of that at shows.acast.com slash pilot program.
0: Nice. I appreciate all that. And again, the, the coverage that we have here for your, for your recap of the direct was really well done. A lot of fun stuff we got going on here. Tune in Friday night for Hell Divers and Chase and I'll be back on Monday with more Bellatro. Take care. Everybody.